1: Hey, everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G., and welcome to another exciting episode of The Public Affair, one that I've been trying to put together for many, many weeks, Darling, We've had to reschedule, 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 but he's finally here. And I'm going to let you know who, well, you guys already know who it is because I do the announcements, but before we continue, I want to use this opportunity to thank Rogue Media Network, Mike, Allison, Um, I can't remember the new guy's name, but he's out there recording us right now, but big shout out to you too, and everything that you guys do for The Public Affair, I truly appreciate it. Of course, to everybody that continues to like, share, subscribe, everything to The Public Affair, show all the love, and unconditionally, you guys truly mean the world to me. Thank you so much. Before we continue, I have to have my most on hand, and I just want to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. Like I drank before this. You know that. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> this Definitely episode is brought to us by Four Brothers Construction, with my boy Joe overa who provides custom home designs and renovations. He also focuses on roofing, remodeling, plumbing, tree removal, electrical work, and so much more, darling. Joe and his entire team of mm, delicious men are <laughs> building affordable dream homes for you. Call the number on the screen with my boy Joel Olvera for Brothers Construction who has been a longtime sponsor. Thank you so much for all you do for me and the show, bro. Of course, the B&J refinishing with my boy Frank Biza who focuses on resurfacing bathtubs, counters, sinks, tiles and more to original showroom quality. He offers five-year warranty on most work and has the best prices in town. My boy Frank is definitely an entrepreneur. He also has inflatables, a mechanical bowl, margarita machines, tables, chairs, a foam machine and so much more making all your parties super duper lit. Uh, let me tell you something. Frank is the opinion Me of a hustler. I love that guy. We've known each other since we were teenagers and we're total bosses now. Thank you so much for all you do for me, Frank. I truly, truly appreciate you. Of course, to David Santa with Alinea Real Estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office. I mean, he's gonna help you buy a home or sell your property. Make sure you follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea. I call the number on the screen, darling. For all your real estate needs, my boy. David Santa is truly the goat, definitely the number one real estate agent in town, amongst the others, and he is the best. I love that guy. Thank you so much for all you do for me, bro. Of course, the pee Wee's crab cakes of Texas. Oh, I'm starving, Anika, I'm starving serving the most authentic Asian cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pasta, seafood, and more. Now, my favorite is the crabby seafood pasta with a little razzle-dazzle. You just changed the penne pasta with the fettuccine. It's amazing. The top recommended is the sun fried catfish special served with seafood pasta, potato salad, and six fried shrimp. Now, the fish is topped with hudat sauce. Now, Christian, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You got to head over to 108 Jim Drive in Hewitt or we'll order online at Go.com to my girl, Nika Armstrong. Thank you so much for all you do for me and the public affair. God, I truly appreciate you. Of course, the Waco fencing and stuff with my boy Juan Morales. Now, Juan builds privacy fences and chain link fences that's perfect for all that extra at home privacy donnie in case you want to walk around any type of way he also does okay. demolitions build wood decks stone patios and gorgeous flower beds you can contact him with the number on the screen for your consultation my boy one is definitely 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 the go i truly appreciate all you do for me bro thank you so much also huge thanks to Waco Made Granite by Jay Perez and Henry Flores. They offer amazing granite, quartz, countertops, backsplashes and so much more. You guys, they're perfect for rentals or if you're flipping homes or if you just want something new and you want something fresh looking All right, You can also mention this ad for exclusive public affair pricing darling. That's right. Only $37 a square foot for level one material. You can't beat that. Waco Made Granite has the best pricing darling. Call the number on the screen for a consultation or follow on Facebook at Waco Made LLC. Jay Perez, Henry Flores. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair and of course the jimenez bakery with my boy enrique jimenez they're a local bakery specializing in a wide selection of fresh and affordable pandur says darling they also have oh my goodness uh they also have the best tres leches cake for yourself or for a party, the tres, the mocha tres leches. That's my shit right there. That I am a whore for the mocha tres leches cake. Now, if you have a different type of craving, you can also get a cup of fresh elote. You get their locations are at 1915 Dutton in, in Waco and 302 West Elm Street in Hillsborough. To my boy, Enrique Jimenez, thank you so much for all you do for me and the public affair, bro. I truly, truly appreciate you. Thank you. All right, guys. Now, like I said, I've been really excited about having this next guest onto the show for quite a while. We had to reschedule one, or twice. I got to take a sip for this one. Mm. Mm. Cheers. Reason why we're drinking mimosas is to pay homage for our first meeting. We we had a business meeting, yes, a few weeks ago. No, not probably like a month or two yeah, ago. Yes, two. and it turned into a very drunk, slutty time. And he is here to talk to us about his negative experience in the um, in the military, yeah. amongst other things, and how his life is going post since then. I am so so excited to welcome Mr. Christian Lugo, Waco native, here on the Public Affair. How are you doing, Christian darling? I'm
2: doing good. Yes. How hey, about yourself, man? I'm feeling
1: loosey goosey right. Right now, I feel like Alrighty. the first time we met, and then I found okay. that you were married, so I had to close my legs.
2: Well, I mean, I'm glad you did.
0: I'm, glad, I'm really glad you did. So, like Andrew said, uh, uh-huh. for sure, when we first met, mm-hmm. uh, I met him, and it was more of a business. It was supposed to be. It business. was supposed to be a business meeting. <laughs> But let me explain how overdressed I was and how underdressed he was. and then I was trying to backtrack because I was yeah. like, this is, it was a business meeting. But yes. then it turned into lunch and then
1: brunch. And it's then- well, it was a brunch business meeting right? because I like to do my business meetings over brunch now because okay. I feel like that's how you get the real me and like in a in setting. I love brunch. If you guys don't know, brunch is like my thing. If you take me to brunch, I'm always down. I'm a brunch whore. And so when we met. Yes, it turned into something else. Right. We didn't sleep with each other. <laughs> Thankfully. Yes, I, I, I wanted to. But then he said he had a wife and she was picking him up. I was like, oh, shit, hold on. Let me not fight. Because then I ended up meeting Rachel. I met the family. They were very kind. I, re- I loved them all. And you guys were so great.
0: And I will say, we actually moved pretty fast. Yeah. Usually, nobody will meet my family because I'm a very reserved person.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but as you can
0: see, the mimosas whenever we were drinking. That's just, it. Yeah, it, it, it just opened up a whole different person. The, the business meeting went out.
1: It went out. It wasn't business anymore and then after that mm-hmm. it was
0: just pure
1: pleasure i know we that ple- yes it absolutely was now you didn't give me the pleasure that i was seeking but somebody else did christian i will say that well, I'm somebody glad came that to somebody... my house and planted their seeds in my garden and it was beautiful we made music yes i'm glad <laughs> someone topped you off I'm they did nice. they did they did thank you even yeah, though yes but you, you know what i thought was so cute though i i cannot for the life of me remember what i did or said at ali's drive-in <laughs> we went we made a stop at ali's drive-in i can't remember why we did that yeah. i don't know what i was doing in I there i apologize for yeah.
0: everybody that worked at ali's because that was just well, like they're,
1: they're, they're one of my sponsors
0: well yes i know that's your sponsor so again just want to apologize for whoever was at ali's on this <laughs> random particular day yeah yeah. you have someone like andrew and someone like me mm-hmm. just like on this path not even a path of destruction and not in a negative way it's yeah yeah we were just out of there, and thankfully we were very safe. We well,
1: were, we no, were. and I, listen, Ali's is one of my driving. They fucks with me. They know that. You know, let me tell you something. Alexis has watched this show from episode one. He's a fan. You know what I mean? Now, I don't think he was there. I just can't remember if I said anything that was. They're still sponsoring, so I didn't do anything too bad. That's good. Right, right,
0: right, right. No, and, and, yeah.
2: and, and that was awesome. I mean, obviously
0: they're one of the sponsors, so getting there it was like, okay, what I don't know what happened. I don't what happened, what, happened, what happened, happened in the conversation? Yes.
1: All I know was that the conversation got super slutty very quick. Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> Christian, I'm really glad that you're happy. I'm really happy that you're here. Uh, you know, we've kind of changed the direction on how I wanted to take this episode just last night because you were a financial advisor, which you just yep. stopped, but there was so much more that I wanted to talk to you um Amongst all of that, because okay. I know you spent some time in the military. I know it wasn't the best experience, and we're mostly sold right. for it to be the best experience, you know. And that's how, like, one of the easiest ways to turn our lives around and stuff like that. Which we're gonna get into in a minute. But you know, for people who may not know who you are, Christian, can you please explain to us a little bit about you and your life growing up? First of all, and shout out to your parents because I love them. They were so kind to me yeah. in their house. Yes, for sure. So,
0: okay. So, uh, first off, obviously, my name is Christian Lugo, born and raised here in Waco, Texas. Oh, uh, you Waco, can talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the you're camera. looking at
1: the camera. Yeah. You can talk to them if you want to too but look i wore these jeans just for you
2: really <laughs> well, i expected more holes
1: oh you were did you want to me to wear the shorts that go up to here oh, for everybody just oh, like oh we shit. Did meeting, stop i gotta change i gotta go home and change yeah please, <laughs> I'm please let him go home and change
0: <laughs> no but uh like i was saying andrew so i'm from okay. here in waco yes. uh waco native went mm-hmm. to university graduated in 2009 uh, oh okay high school itself was just uh high school was fun for me yeah where you slutty where you slutty uh <laughs> You know, that, It's that's okay. We love tough. Rachel. Sorry, like, Rachel. Yeah. Well, yeah well, no, it's yeah. not even that. Dude. Like okay. honestly, like I love my wife. She knows how honest I am. Mm-hmm. She knows my whole truth. So like, yeah. Not not re- not worried about that at all. But high school was kind of difficult for me, man. Because yeah. When you're like uh when you're like the face, I'm not gonna say face of the soccer team because I'm okay. not gonna take away from everybody. Because in 2009 we had some good players. Okay.
1: You know you had Wormy in there. He's pro. Right, so, exactly. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Wormy. I think Wormy was like a
0: sophomore, maybe junior mm, at that time. Okay. Okay. We only had like four or five seniors, and it was like yeah. you know. It was, it was kind of difficult because you have five seniors who want to win state. Yeah. And then you have junior sophomores okay. and a couple of freshmen. And so, like, that becomes a little bit more difficult, right, to yeah. make the goal – the state championship if five of us won it but yeah then the other the others don't okay okay um you and, sound like
1: you still hold some resentment it's been 15 years christian i graduated if, the, <laughs> if there's
0: anybody that went to university and played soccer yeah. and they did not go far in playoffs oh i promise you that probably still bothers them
1: this really? day. so it was like yeah soccer was like a religion at oh, university soccer soccer, okay. was
0: my, soccer was my escape soccer was my yeah. religion soccer i breathe it eat it yeah everything man soccer was it because
1: did you have sex with soccer
0: uh, yeah, you, did. Was, you had the ball, my nice, soccer bag, was unprotected the sex the time. with soccer. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. You. you know how high school <laughs> years are. <I'm laughs> <Yeah. totally
1: unprotected. laughs> I got you. Um,
0: but no, like I said, it was difficult, man, because people, people saw a face, right? Mm, and all they mm-hmm. saw was like a smile and yes. I was happy, but oh, okay. those were actually like some, like those were actually some of the darkest times. Really? Yeah. What was going on Christian? Well, I mean, so dude, I was struggling, man. Yeah. Um, I just was like mentally, to, yeah, I was struggling mm-hmm. mentally to like just perform at a top level because I okay. also ran cross country in high yes, school.
1: Yes, yes, okay. Um,
0: the way so Coach Chapman, you know, R.I.P. Coach Chapman, like he mm-hmm. played he he played a huge impact in my life. Yeah, um, and I'm pretty sure he he played an impact in a lot of people's lives. Okay, but okay. I, man, I was struggling and it made it real difficult because I was I was drinking at a young age. Mm. I, I I started drinking at 12. But like oh I damn, drinking at 12 years old. I was going to Mexico for the summers. Oh, yeah. They drink when they're five. Yeah, Yeah. believe me.
1: I was there. I was there. Okay. (laughs) We were sending the five-year-olds to get us beer. I was like, what is this? What is this? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, in Mexico, right, you you start Mm -hmm. drinking,
0: young man. Absolutely. And out there, life is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I started drinking at a very young age, 12, 13. Okay. And then that also... Followed me across, like it followed me back, but mm. my parents didn't know that I was drinking. Like they had no idea.
1: You think they didn't know, or you think they were playing stupid? Because your parents uh, don't strike me as stupid. They they strike me as well. Like, they know what's popping. Right. So yeah.
0: my, I, I'm pretty sure they probably knew what was going on, and okay. it was probably one of those awkward like, man, we don't really want to confront it because mm. if we confront it, then it may open this whole box of just unknown stuff. Okay. So maybe they just weren't ready to open that box hmm. yet. Yeah. Um. And and the reason why I think that is the I was struggling was because. Um, my dad, uh, he he almost he almost passed away. Oh wow! Whenever let me see, I was probably in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. My brother was, I was in sixth grade. My yeah. brother was in eighth grade. Yeah, or actually, he was in high school. I'm sorry. Yeah, getting my dates mixed. Whatever up. the details of time. Right, <laughs> but yeah, whatever the the details. Right, where yeah, I, I apologize because obviously something uh, very traumatic happened in my for life, sure, and I sure. can't put a put a like a date on it. But yeah, I found it very difficult because. My dad almost passed away because he had an aneurysm. Oh. And he lived with this aneurysm for about, like, a week.
1: Oh, wow. For, like, a week. Yeah, yeah. Usually,
0: like, if you look at, like, the studies and stuff, it's, Mm -hmm. like, a day or two. Mm -hmm. Or even sudden, people passed away. Yeah, Yeah, man. And so Mm -hmm. he had, like, this major surgery. And, like, seeing him at Parkland Hospital in Mm -hmm. Dallas when I was so young, like, my teenage years. Yeah. You know, that. It fucked you up. That Yeah. Mm. Because I just almost lost someone who was very important to me. For sure. The only male role model that I know besides my grandpa who passed away as well. Yeah. But when I almost lost him, I mean, it was kind of surreal because, you know, he was the only person um, that was, the how do you say? He was the, the go getter. He was yeah. the that work. My mom stayed at home. Okay. Got he took you. Took care of us. So like now yeah. that we,
1: he was carrying the family, if you were right. Yeah. Yes. He was All the right. care,
0: he was the caregiver man. And so like, it was difficult because he, we lost that, yes. you know, and seeing like this person that, who you think is strong and indestructible laying in a hospital bed with like, yeah. you know, stitches and cuts and like you know can't talk like yeah that was difficult it was was heavy for my mom and it was heavy for us because we're still trying to go to school yeah yeah and then we didn't even know like where is the next meal gonna come from Mm, okay well
1: because mom's not working and everybody just well mom had to
0: be at the hospital with all the time
1: yeah so who's working and again, yeah. and
0: who was taking care of us? It was my grandma from Mexico. Uh, okay. And thankfully, she's still alive to this day. She Shout has to dementia.
1: Grandma, Mexico. Okay. Yeah. grandma, Yeah, grandma. I mean,
0: she, she's living with my mom. My mom takes care of her. She has dementia. Okay. Um, That's a hard she, thing to see, too, though. It, oh, man, dementia, it's
1: Alzheimer's oh, is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's terrible, man. Like, my yeah. grandma
0: sits there, and she's like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, I'm good. And then. She forgets and she's yeah. like, "Hey, how are you? And who are you? And I'm like, "Oh, it's me, Christian. It's you Christian, know? yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been going to yeah, your, sure. your house all, in Mexico. So Alzheimer's
1: also. runs in my family, oh. uh, and yeah, so it's just it's a horrible disease to, to see somebody it's go terrible, through. Man. Yeah, and oh, uh, anyway, um, okay, so you know you're going through all that, right? And so you were drinking at twelve, right? And then you started to stop. Um. When that happened, did you pick it back up, or were you always drinking, or how did that work out? So
0: yeah, so I I picked up drinking man because mm. you know being a Hispanic family, I mean everybody drinks. Uncles, they do. Aunts, we talk about this. Drinks. Yeah, everybody drinks. Everybody fights. Everybody has their <laughs> own ways, right? But everybody loves each other. Yeah. For me, right, coming back to the states, I can't. My my, my grandpa had a store in Mexico. Yeah. So getting alcohol in Mexico, even if I was able to buy, it wasn't a problem. Yeah, it wasn't nothing. When mm-hmm. you come here, it becomes a little bit more difficult, right? Yeah, because yeah. You're like, okay, I can tell you're like 13.
1: Yeah. Um. But in Mexico, they just don't care. I know that's not anything to joke about, no, I, it, but no, it was, was so life, crazy know, to me that we, we were you, sending the kids to go get us our liquor and our beer, and I was like, what? And they're coming back with the, the six-packs and everything, yeah. and I was like, this is like Mexico. First of all, beautiful country. Yeah. Beautiful country. but It's some different shit going on in Mexico. Dude, I'm
0: telling you, it's because yeah. it's it's it life yeah. is different, man. It's life, just not, so different. Everything is not handed to you, even to yeah. go to school. For example, my, my, my dad, mm-hmm. uh, he came to the United States at like 17. Okay. only went to like middle school. Yeah. But like it, they have to pay for uniforms. They have to pay oh, for yeah, yeah, and stuff. And for so his, sure. his family at that time didn't have it. And so the right. dream whenever he was 18 was obviously I need to get across the border, get to the United States okay. and start working. And start maybe. alive. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Okay. Got you. Did you ever feel like, um, you know, with, with all that going on, uh, not, not did you ever feel like, but how were you able to um, eventually overcome, you know, your dad going through that? Because he's alive and well now. You know what I mean? Alive. Yeah.
0: Kind of well. But okay. <laughs> yeah, so obviously my dad is still alive. Um, he carries those scars with him every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't, I think it was just watching how people around me came together for us. Okay. Uh, Cause like I said, nobody was working. Grandma came from Mexico to take care of me and my brother and my sister. Yeah. Um, on top of that, we're all still going to school. So we're yeah. getting to school, you know, so I used to. Uh, get picked up by a bus out there in uh, Kendrick, Kendrick Elementary. Okay. me and my sister, and my brother used to go every day to get picked up. Uh, but once my brother got to high school, you know, it was really just me and my sister. Yeah. Um, so I think I overcame it again just watching everybody get together. Okay. Um, so you guys had a pretty
1: good family dynamic. Well, it, for the most part. So, yeah, so yes. So our family, okay.
0: our family did help, mm-hmm. uh, but mostly it was my teachers at my school. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. That surprisingly, like, just came like out of nowhere. Um, they did like food drives yeah, and drives. For sure. Um, and then, you know, my so, like guy. raise
1: money and
0: yes. And my teacher, her name is Robin McDurham. I, I believe she used to be like, uh, on the Waco city council. Oh, I don't okay. know. But shout out to Robin McDurham who like helped out my family <laughs> and Miss Aubrey. I'm, I apologize. Yes. I don't remember your first name, but yeah, the teachers really came together for like our family and had, like this up. whole like food drive and stuff. Yeah. And, like, yeah. They were always checking on us and taking donations okay. to get my mom because she was staying at Parkland mm-hmm. and the only thing that she was eating out of was like a vending machine. So. Okay. So, my mom was sleeping over there, vending machine. And so, just watching everybody come together, man, I think it really helped me out so much. And that's how you
1: know your mom is loyal, too. She's stuck by her mans. Oh, well, hey. Yeah, they ain't sticking by their mans these days. I am. Tell you, man. (laughs)
0: Mexico women are different, man. They all stick with your man through thick and thin. It's not like. That's it, they They sure will. Uh, Nowadays, you get sick and it's like, you're in the hospital. All right, I'm out. Well, yeah, all right.
1: I, for full disclosure, Christian, I'm not Mexican, but I'm very loyal, too. Okay. <laughs> well, to I'm very loyal as well, darling. You know what? Um, so did it affect you? Because you, you mentioned that, you know, I guess back in the day, you played soccer with, like, the best of them. You know yeah. what I mean? And so was it affecting your performance on the field and stuff like that? Like, going through all this? And give me your glass while you talk so I can pour you up some more. Okay. Uh, yes. So,
0: yeah, man. So it became difficult because... So when my brother, when my brother, when my dad had this aneurysm, yes. my my brother he had to be in high school, and I think I was in middle school. Yeah. Um, but I would I would hang out with my brother a lot and his friends, and then uh, one of my co- my cousins. Yes. He's a coach at university. Uh, oh, his what's his uh, name? Ricky Perez. Oh,
1: shout out Ricky Perez. Yeah, coach, so okay. coach
0: Perez is a uh, is a family cousin of ours, and yes. so like he knew that I was going to go to the school coming okay. into ninth grade. Uh, Coach Chapman knew I was coming in. I knew it was a lot of good players already at For university, sure. right? Yeah. So I had this like. Goal set in my mind that like my freshman year I'm gonna make varsity I'm gonna play.
1: You're gonna play, yeah.
0: Right, and so like my first year, like once I get to university, and I went to the old University, the one right here with that Bubba's and everything. Yeah, yeah, like it hand.
1: was like little portable buildings, Dude, wasn't watching, it?
0: Watching it getting, like, <laughs> now
1: it's like this immaculate. It looks like a freaking college now. Dude. Yeah, it's watching beautiful. Watching
0: it go down hurt me so bad. Really? I was like man, maybe my son. Could yeah. Go to that high school. Or I something. please, he gets the go so Okay, much. it's beautiful. Yes, of course. Um, but no. Uh, so yeah. So how I overcame it was. Mm-hmm. Putting in all my effort into just everything, right? Like I couldn't, yeah. I guess you could put your anger into like punching a wall or something like that. Right, I just right. Really put but you all put it into the game into the game. Okay, okay. And then in cross country, and and the thing about me, bro, is I'm I'm very like I don't like to lose, mm. right? And so like this was the secret to winning in cross country because I never ran distance before. I never okay. ran cross country. I right. never I never did track, never did anything like that. But Coach Chapman was like. Okay, well, everybody who plays soccer has to run cross country. So that oh, way you get your cardio and you yeah. do the cross country okay, season. Okay, see what's going
1: on. And then
0: uh, right after cross country, start soccer season.
1: No days off. Yeah. Yeah. So it was
0: kind of one of those deals. So like, I don't
1: know Coach Chapman. Is this the gentleman, the older gentleman that passed away some yeah, years ago? Yeah, the older, okay. older white gentleman. Okay, he yes. Away, a like lot of people, attack. yeah, I've had a lot of respect for I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah, man. Just so, so I can get some context in my head. Okay. No, no, it's all good. Yeah. And, and,
0: and, and it's awesome because you get to see like. However, how, how many different people you interview. Yeah. But somebody can always say that Coach Chapman was probably like one, someone who like impacted their for life. For sure. For sure. Uh, and Coach Chapman was that for me because my freshman year, I went to their office mm-hmm. and I said, hey, I want to be captain of the varsity team as a freshman. Yeah. I know that's never been done. I know that's not. Should. But like I believed in myself that yeah. mu- the, so much because at this time I'm playing select soccer. I've been coached by, you know, his name is Steve Fur Shout out uh-huh. to Steve Firth. Uh, he came from the UK, started coaching our team. Um, is he hot? Uh, I mean, he's pretty tall. Some of Good those, yes. Guys. Yeah, okay, then he's hot, yeah, yes. Okay. guy's like six, seven with a British <laughs> yeah. accent.
1: Um, Slide in my DMs, Coach Erman, whatever his name is. Yeah, and, and
0: Steve,
2: Firth. Steve
1: Firth. Steve Firth.
0: Yeah, I think he's out there coaching. A you Houston can get right this now. Firth. Here. But- <laughs> You can get this like filth, bro.
1: It's not filth. Don't you ever say that. This uh, is not like, filth down here, I'm Christian. Okay, man. this is a diamond mine. How dare you? <laughs> okay. No, okay, so coach first. So like okay. I said, yeah, I went
0: to them and I was like, hey, I want to be captain, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I knew that wasn't going to happen, but I really wanted to set the tone with the coaches. Yeah, yeah. Like, so okay, they knew that like, okay, this mm-hmm. guy means business. Like, For sure. Hopefully they don't treat, I was like, hopefully they don't treat me like every other freshman. Because it was like, if you're a freshman, you're going to be on JV. That's it. That's it. Okay. Right. And so. Lo and behold, I end up on JV. Yeah, and so like I'm pissed because I'm like, man, I'm so <laughs> much better than this. Okay, so much better than this. But actually, I think it helped me out because I I believed in myself so much mm-hmm. that I think it took away from believing in the team,
1: right? Mm. So you're like you
0: know that like there's no I in team.
1: Well, yeah, I was gonna say it sounded like you that you were very kind of full of yourself back in the day. Right, Did it teach yeah. you humility?
0: You're right. Well, so yeah, my, Do you my, think my, that
1: was their goal? Like, so, don't come here yes, trying to act like you one, hot shit. One, yeah,
0: one hundred percent. Yeah, that was their goal because. Yes. Uh, they know, looking at me, right? I'm I'm at, what am I, like 15, 16 at this time? Yes. And I'm like, I'm trying to make a statement to okay. these grown men. But yes. they also know that he's trying to make a statement. We need to make a statement back. Okay, okay. And put him in this place by not... Yeah, Because if we let him be on varsity, then from then on, I win that battle every day with the coach.
1: Well, and it may have been a test of wills, too. Like, yeah. let's teach him at a very young age that, you know, you have to work for something like that. Right. You don't get to come in here and say, you make demands. You know what well, I mean? And, 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 and people now, don't learn that in life. They don't. People, people don't want everything handed to them. Right. People yeah.
0: don't. But my my grandpa, who, again, played, a, he played a very important role in my life as mm-hmm. well. My grandpa, his name is Samuel, was Samuel Suniga. For sure. And, uh, like, I spent... A lot of time with him in mexico i spent a lot of time when he came to the united states okay um so he he brought me up on humility but it was also just believing in yourself gotcha. because some people confuse confidence uh-huh uh with um uh, was it what's that word arrogance arrogance yes. or, or to cockiness That's cockiness right. people, yeah yeah people will say well you're you're cocky and but it's like well I'm cocky because I believe in myself. Right, for sure, for so sure. You can take it that way, but I really do believe in myself that I can that I can re- really do it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the coaches they shut that, bro. They shut that down immediately. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. On JV. But what I but what I learned on JV, mm-hmm. I was trying to take everything like, okay, I need, I'm going to learn something from this gotcha. experience, right? And so what can I take out? Uh-huh. And it was more like, okay, let me focus on being a good captain mm-hmm. to the guys on JV. To mm-hmm. you know, I, I want them to be better. I want us to be good. And it was kind of taking myself out of that mentality of. It's not just about me. It's about making others better as For well. For sure. And so come the so- come my sophomore year now I'm now I'm on varsity. Okay. A sophomore junior. Okay.
1: And so you team. were pretty lit soccer player. But yeah. I messed everything. Okay. I, I
0: mean, I, I, I was pretty good. You man, were pretty good. It, it, it sucks because everybody <laughs> will say, "Well, I was pretty good," but I was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I, I I would say that I was pretty good, man. Uh, I had an opportunity to, to try and make it out, but yeah, yeah, everybody has that story of yeah. trying to make it out and then they don't.
1: I don't know why with this podcast I've become so involved in the soccer like world. Dude. I don't know what happened because like, you
0: work with soccer guys.
1: I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something. I love sometimes going to the soccer games because they'd be fine as fuck. Not the guys. I'm talking about the other guys. Oh, I
0: was going to say the girls, but okay.
1: No, no, I don't go watch no girls play no damn soccer. I thought girls. Yeah, no. Anyway, you know what, Christian? I want to fast forward. Um, So I, I want to get right into the Navy, okay? okay. So you, you went to the Navy, okay? Yeah. And when we were talking on the phone, I didn't want you to give me – I don't like it when they give me, like, the answers to everything because I like to get everything on the show. And so you were saying that it was a pretty um toxic environment for you to be in.
0: So I will say, yeah. So okay. I joined the Navy at 24. Yes uh, at this time, let's see what was going on. I had, I had graduated from MCC. I mm-hmm. uh, got like a certificate in computer information systems. Yeah. Yeah. And I applied for this position at like this Walmart distribution center. I was already working. There I was a floor working on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Doing no, well you were stuff. working. You're going to college. And yeah. I was going to college. And then finally, once I got that degree certificate mm-hmm. certificate, I applied for a technical coordinator position, which oh. is you know office. You're in the office. You're that's in the AC that's with Walmart, the, with yeah, Walmart. We're, okay. we're the distribution center. Okay. And here's the thing: my dad worked there as well. Oh sweetie, yeah, so
1: I can't and, work with my family. Fuck that.
0: Well, I so I thought the same thing, but yeah. then my dad didn't see each other because one thing that affects me a lot, right, is mm-hmm. I I don't like working with family because I don't like seeing my dad work hard because I feel oh. like I feel like I need to go help my dad. Okay, okay. So like I would leave like my position. Yeah. Go check on my dad, see if you need anything. For sure. And then come back. So when yeah. I apply for the job, and they were moving me into the office, man, that kind of it, it kind of hit me because I was like, on hot days, my dad is still gonna be out there on the okay, gotcha. Trucks.
1: So it's bothering you because you're seeing your dad work too hard, but you're working with your dad, and you don't feel like he should be working as hard as you. is. That right, what you're thinking? yeah.
0: If okay. it was up to me, man, I wish my dad could just retire, relax, and then yeah, yeah. You know, is he still working, still working now? Still working out. He's still working out. Maybe that's just him.
1: installed in him though. What well, it is? Yeah.
0: He's been. He's always worked like at. When he got here, like he and me started working at Fleetwood. Fleetwood yeah. in the early '90s, when my dad used to say, "Like Fleetwood, like I don't even know. I don't even know what it is now, but it was like hard work." <laughs> yeah, you know for I mean? sure. Like, I don't know what they do: frame a house, build a house, or build trailer yeah, yeah. homes, whatever. But something
1: difficult. Yeah, dude. But yeah. these
0: guys, like, my, like my dad loved working with his hands. It's for me, sure, And, Like. I would work with him like at home doing home yeah. projects, but like, dude, I was never good with like grabbing a drill, like. Zzz, yeah, you know, yeah, put, yeah. I'm not frame. for the
1: tools. I yeah. work with a bunch of technicians as yeah. well at my full time job, and I'm very much like best dressed at yeah. my full time. You know, I work with a lot of the soccer guys, but um, you know, um, okay, so so you anyway, you're doing that, and then military,
0: right? Yeah, and yeah. then after that, I I'm sitting there at my desk, man, and this, yeah, this thought just comes to my mind. Like I've always had this, I've always wanted to serve. Okay, um, like the- I always felt like I owed. Um. I mean it still sounds so weird. But so in World War Two, right? I yes. was so interested in World War Two. Okay. And I seen how many people lost their lives at so young. Okay. And so they like knowing about that, like so young and then reading about it and it's like, man, these people went to war. They gave their life for the country. Like that mm-hmm. that's something bigger than than them.
1: So you wanted to follow suit.
0: So okay. I've always carried that. And then finally when I graduated and I was sitting there at this at my computer, I was it like an email. Yeah. And then something just was like, This is it, man. Mm. This is your life. Mm. Working Tuesday through Friday. Getting paid pretty good. Yeah. And you sit in the office and you chill all day.
1: Wait, wait. I need that job. Hold on. Hold on a second. That sounds better than yeah. going to war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, trust, but yeah. you wanted more.
0: But I, but I thought there was more to life because I'm okay. 24 and, I ha- yeah. and I've always had this thought that like when, I'm, there's not. when I'm 75, <laughs> yeah. when I, when I'm 75 yeah. and I'm old and I'm sitting on the couch, I want to look back on my life and say, Did I did I do everything that I wanted to do? Okay.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Right. And then
0: I never wanted to have regrets. For sure. So I'd ask myself, like, when I sit on that couch, (laughs) am I gonna say should have joined the
1: Navy. Am I going to carry that request? Well, and you know what? That's great too because, you know, we all begging for that Tuesday to Friday schedule. Bro, you true. know what I mean? With the weekends off and, then, and Monday, bitch. Yeah, you know what I mean? Hold on, sorry. You, man, We're flying to Walmart right now. Okay. Yeah, Walmart distribution <laughs> We're going so to Walmart go distribution center. We're going yeah, to work Tuesday to Friday. Right? And I'm going to be slutty Saturday <laughs> to Monday. Okay. So you, you end up joining the Navy. Is that correct? Yep. Okay.
0: I, I went, I, I was a recruiter's dream, man. Nobody had to come search me out. I actually searched them out.
1: You know, a recruiter came and picked me up at my house in high school one time. Picked you up. He yeah yeah. I thought that was a little weird too. But he was kind of hot. But yeah, I was what? underage. I was underage. So I didn't like try anything. You know what I mean. But like he was kind of cute, and he picked me up from my house to recruit me into the military. I'm sure it happened to a lot of us. And um, they were mad at me for not like taking the test serious. The ASVAP? I don't know what the fuck it was I was like I didn't want to do this to begin with why you picked me up he hey, was like you never. well let me you know what shout out to that bitch too you know what? let me tell you something he said I was never going to amount to anything in life and welcome to the public affair bitch hey, how about that okay <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy he says you are never going to learn anything because you don't take nothing serious it's like, I have a podcast yeah, you though. ever
0: heard of FTP fucking what
1: fuck
0: that though.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> he did. He fucking made me feel like shit, bitch. I was a sophomore. I was in pajamas and they came picking me up. He said, You're gonna go to Afghanistan and you're gonna play Xbox all day. Yeah, right. Well, I don't like X. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, right. Go ahead, elaborate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go
2: right. yeah so uh
0: so after that, man, uh I went to the recruiter's office yeah. and I said, Hey, this is what I want to do and I wanna do it and how am I gonna go about it? They were kind of taken back because not everybody walk not not everybody uh uh-huh. walks into the recruiter's office and says, This is what I want
2: to do.
1: Okay, okay.
0: You know, and I've already looked it up and I've already researched it, this is what I want to do. Um, so they were kind of like, okay, cool. Like, whoa, there is a process. Like you haven't this, even got right. to level
1: one. What's going yeah. on here? I'm like, yeah. no, like
0: put, <laughs> let me, let me go tomorrow. Yes. Um, so at that time, uh, 24, I was like, okay, went in there, told them they're like, okay, there's a process to this. Got you. Um, we want to know if you're serious. I was like, I wouldn't be serious if I didn't come here. Right. I came looking for you. we ain't you wasting didn't time. Call me. Yeah. This, yes. Man, what are we doing? And so from there, man, like it took me nine months.
1: To get in? in? To get in. I thought they just wanted you.
0: No, it wasn't like that because I was trying to go for a certain job that required you to have, like, certain, like,
1: Mm. you
0: needed certain numbers when you do, like, this physical test. Oh. And so, like, I was, like, at Gold's Gym, man. Yeah. Four in the morning. I was there working out. I'd go to work Mm -hmm. in the office. Mm -hmm. Not do much. Just get paid. Then as soon as I'm off, I'm out running in, like, Texas heat with the sweatsuit on. Then I'm going to go. Oh, so you're trying
1: himself. to get in shape. Yeah. Like okay. I was already
0: in shape. I was just trying to get to the pinnacle of like what in shape was for me. Cause once a goal is put in my head, that's it. I'm going for you're it. You're going right? for it. Okay. Dude, I even went sober those nine months. Oh yeah. Okay. Like that's how, that's how dedicated I became yeah. to it. Right. Like
1: not drinking, no partying, no not nothing. drinking. No. Partying. It was just yeah.
0: get up at four, go work out.
1: All I want to do in the military is be the decoy that has to go to the terrorist. I'll sleep with the the main terrorist guy, right? And then you guys come in for the kill. That's all I want to do in the military. I don't need to be fit for that. You know what I mean? I got people in my DMs right now for this, for this pudge. Well, yeah. (laughs) It's big boy season. Well, I'm I'm not big boy anymore. Why did we
0: think about that? Huh? did not we think about sending you? Like you could could be like a
1: spy. We would have been killed, whoever. Whoever, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, guys, I make the perfect decoy. Look at this. I'm a snack. I'm a whole meal. We should have sent me. As a Saudi like decoy. Just, just, I'm yeah. not playing no fucking games. i mean, for real. Like we, yeah. we could've went in there, we would have had uh, uh, listen, I would have I would have gotten the um no, let I me mean not. Because everybody gets that gets the purple heart deserves it. So yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, so I'm not playing with that.
0: Veterans will tell you that when somebody sees a purple heart, mm-hmm. you may feel like, oh, Okay, they deserve
1: that. But De- that's
0: in the military. Yeah. We're just like oh,
1: You were just the last
0: one that got shot. Oh wait, wait. So you have different opinions. Everybody was on the way out. You were the smallest one. Oh my god.
1: Okay, okay. You know what, Christian? Listen, Christian, I have so many questions about the military. Okay, (laughs) and listen, everybody's experience with the military is different. You know, and and let me take this opportunity before we go to break to say that um, I support the troops. I am grateful for the troops because I can't do something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) and the people, the fact that people are brave enough to go out there and defend our country in different countries and go to war like that, I commend you. I am going to support you one hundred percent i have to i just full full disclosure i just want to say that before okay. i start making jokes because i'm gonna make some jokes <laughs> you know what i mean and, and say, people like and, you, and you you know what i mean yeah. and, and the, the, veterans. Veterans. It's the veterans the veterans absolutely I, us veterans man we yeah. have a
0: we have a different um what is it we have a different uh the way that we talk to each other is very mm. different right yeah. We may say something to each other like like hey what's up motherfucker and somebody may take that day. yeah yeah but somebody like when you're in the military, you can be like, hey, what's up, motherfucker? So if I go to
1: the military, they're going to call me a bitch and a fag?
0: They probably will. But okay, they don't I'm mean joining. any. But they don't mean I'm joining any, my... The, the they, public for is canceled. But yeah. they don't mean any. But it's like not any harm. It's like they yeah. they accept who you are. They're just going to give you a nickname off of that. But it's like no harm, no fag. I want
1: to be Sergeant Fag. That's all I want to be Dude. is Sergeant Fag. And send me in the decoy to sleep with the enemy and then snipe them. Listen, there you go. Christian, yeah, Christian. Yeah, that, that could definitely be you. I've got tons of questions about the military, because okay. I know you didn't have the best experience in yeah. there. Um, but we're going to take a little break, okay? And when we get back, we're going to learn more with Christian Lugo about his time in the military, his negative experience in the military, and what was really going on behind the scenes. He's giving yeah. us all the dirt here on The Public Affairs, so make sure you guys stay tuned in. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this really, really special episode of The Public with My very special guest, Mr. Christian Lugo. Before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout-out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by the Queen, Ms. Juliana Resendez with J.R. Renault. Renovations. She's a general contractor specializing in commercial businesses and residential homes. She's a true queen leveling the playing field in a male-dominated industry. You can follow her on Facebook and Instagram at JR Renovations. or call the on the screen. My girl, J. Let me tell you something about Juliana. Juliana has had a wall of shit just recently fall on her and her... I just have so much respect for her. She is over there just handling it like a true queen that she is. I, I want to like emulate my, my work ethics from her. Juliana, thank you so much for all the support that you give The Public Affair. I truly truly appreciate you, girl, and you know that I'm here for you. That's all. I, I just want to use this opportunity to say that. Th- that girl, you know, she's got a friend in me. That's it. Of course, the Bandas Hauling Service with Julian and Anna Banda. They rent dump trailers. You fill it up and they haul it away, darling. Your car breaks down. You call Bandas Hauling Service with Julian and Ana Banda. My car broke down. He came and got me. He said I'm going to be there in 20 minutes. He was there in 10 minutes. They also do junk removals and tree brush removals and haul cars in and out of town, darling. Book now with the number on the screen to Julian and Anna Banda. Thank you guys so much for all you do for me in the public affair. And I just want to say that I'm truly, truly, truly grateful to see how much your business has grown with Bandas Hauling Service. Congratulations to you guys. You guys deserve everything. Of course, the Embrace Fitness with Lisa Luna and Amanda Switzer, those snacks. They teach group fitness classes that are fun and dynamic, darling. Those girls are hot. They specialize in total body workouts by Escalade and by Jackie and Zumba Step. Classes are Monday through Thursday at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. You can also contact them to rent the building that they use for parties and small events. Those girls right there, they're snackish. They want to make you look snackish. Embrace, Embrace Fitness, thank you guys so much for all you do for me in the public affair. I truly, truly appreciate you. Y'all know we can't go on without thinking Ali's driving with Alexis and Diana Rivas. We were just talking about them. Their convenience store located where the old Kobe's is in South Waco dotting 2105 Dutton Avenue. You can stop by for delicious snacks or a cold drink. Now if you need a beer for a party or yourself, they got you with a huge freezer stocked with a wide selection of ice cold beer you could order from the kitchen too with huge a, freezer yes, lot of uh, beer me and christian went in there when i was drunk okay they also have a delicious selection of food to satisfy your appetite or to go with that cold beer go there for enchilada friday and get it with the pig's feet get it with the pig's feet i know pig's all feet right. does not sound good but i want you guys to get it mason go get it with the pig's feet okay you can stop by this monumental convenience spot in south waco today to ali's drive and thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair of course to my girl nancy posini with parkway national insurance who provides insurance for all commercial trucks and tractor trailers she also provides insurance for contractors along with home and auto insurance basically for all your insurance increase you gotta hit my girl nancy Pulsini with the number on the screen y habla espanol también to my girl nancy Pulsini. thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair and of course to one of the longest running sponsors of the public affair who's made sure that i've looked super snackish for more than 120 episodes of the show mr sid rodriguez with elite barbershop located on hewitt drive you can call the number on the screen or book the squire app to book your next appointment now you walk-ins are welcome as well they have marcus guerrero Chris Reyes Santos Cordova David Rodriguez Isaac Chavez Clint Fletcher Isai All snacks Making you look like a snack too Elite Barbershop Basically when you go to Elite Barbershop You're gonna look like a snack like me and then, like, I definitely one, should go there. you should go there because Clint cut my hair and then all I, I got laid the next day. I, I'm just gonna say that. Yes, I, I did. Okay, Clint cut my hair and I got, and Sid too Sid, when he cuts my hair, I get laid all the time. At the Elite <laughs> Barbershop. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. All right, guys, we're gonna get right back into it with my very special guest, Mr. Christian Lugo, here on The Public Affair. Finally, I'm so excited that he's here. Here we go, guys. Christian, darling.
2: Yes, sir
1: before the break we were just talking about your military experience yes, okay and we were talking about me being a decoy blah, blah blah but you know when we were on the phone and i didn't want you to get too into it when we were on the phone because i like to i, I don't like rehearsing the show right okay and so you said that your experience and listen everybody's experience with the military is different you Very know different, what i mean yep. and they're, they're listen um big shout out to like my friend manny palomino who served in this country and you know Everybody who served in this country, like I said, I'm a big supporter for the troops. You guys do something that people like me just don't have. I don't have the heart. I, I don't have the courage. You know what I mean? And people like them, they they go out of the country and they defend this country. They make sure that we get to do things like I get to do this. You guys have my 100% unconditional support, 100%. Now, your experience was a little bit different inside the military. Can we please, Can you walk me through that?
0: Yeah. Um. So, again, mine wasn't different because I'm joining at 24 Right, so at twenty four, mm-hmm. I have a I would say a life experience. You know, like yeah. I was already going to college. I had just finished. I had just applied for this job, and so like it's a it's a pretty big position with not much to do. Yeah. Um, so I joined the military. Right, and then the big shock for me, um, it was tough because I'm the f- like I was the first person out of my family to join the military. Okay. Um, and Hispanics, man, like I I don't know if you've ever been in the world of Hispanics and military. It's mm-hmm. kind of it was it was a difficult conversation to have with my parents, but it was kind of one of those where it's like they knew me to where mm. he's gonna do this. Yeah, so we either have to get on board with it. Uh-huh. Or we say we don't support you, and Christian is still gonna do it. Regardless. Got you, got you.
1: Was your family supportive, like your parents? So
0: at first it was difficult. Okay. But they, but they, but they know me. Yeah, Obviously yeah. They know me very well. Like you're you know, gonna like do it. You, you don't you support me. Okay. I'm still gonna, gonna do, do it. You're right, gonna do it regardless. I'm gonna do it. I got you. So it's kind of okay. just better just support them and yeah. say, hey, go be, for it. Don't even fight it. Just yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's and that's how I've been. Yeah. Right. That's how
1: I've been. Okay. So cool. who's next to you? What's uh, going on there? I
0: can't tell you who's next to me. If you can't see him, then sorry, Is
1: that your imaginary friend? It is right here. Is he cute?
0: Close to me, she is.
1: She's cute, nice. a yeah. bitch. <laughs> All right, I'm over here like
2: I'm just touching the air, man. Dude, I'm looking over, like, ass. What Who are, are, are we you even looking at? It's, it's
1: like... Andrew G special recipe. All right, G's you know what's recipe. cute? He's talking about it's like a Jeffrey Dahmer moment because we watched the Dahmer documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll do everything except kill you, okay? Or I'm not gonna drug you or kill you, but absolutely when you come to my house and we're drinking we're fucking <laughs> absolutely I don't give a fuck you're not coming to my house and drinking and we're not fucking that's not gonna happen okay. all right yeah okay anyway noted but
2: so so yeah so I, I'll
1: so sit over the next two if you want me to Christian
0: okay I mean hey dude it's okay <laughs> no her. Rachel
1: will fight me Rachel looks like she's quiet but she's deadly yeah, too she looks like she'll, she'll fight man she is love like her. the
0: complete opposite of me man like when yeah. I talk about introvert and extrovert she two opposite.
1: she was so man. kind though shout out to Rachel girl I love you yeah that's is. it she,
0: she is the whole angel and that's whole, it I don't know how in the world I haven't gotten in trouble, and that's all due to her because she keeps me like very in check. <laughs> she
1: keeps you in check. Okay, very got like, you. Can I tell you, Shut man, like I should
0: have been in jail so many
1: times, and I'm not. That that you know, you got a loyal bitch behind oh. you, and that's what's wrong with I'll you, bitches. You Y'all ain't loyal. That's what I'm talking about. B- bitches like Rachel's loyal. Man, she's real, ra- she's loyal. Rachel, hey. come get her man. When we were at brunch, she came, made sure that she took the car from her man. Yeah, she, she, she sure did. You okay, you ain't driving. She I'll met us at the house. Up. I drove him. I, don't know how I drove him, but I did. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Okay, so you're 24 years old. You joined the military. Right. Okay. And so you're thinking, you know, a lot of people are not, well, not that they're supporting you, but they're like defaultly supporting you. They're right. just like, you so know, this is what's going on. For We're going to have to was it. difficult because yeah. them
0: being immigrants coming into a country. It was difficult because they're like, hey, the country doesn't even want us in here. Mm. You know, they don't even like oh, us. Oh, that's their view. Okay. Right. And it was yeah. like, they don't, you know, the country doesn't like us. They want to kick us back to Mexico. Okay. But you're telling me that you want to go die for this country and defend that doesn't us. want us. Okay. So that was, that was the dilemma with yeah. my family. And I told them, I was like, look, I've always had this sense of purpose to like just serve. Yes. And I've always wanted to do the military. Now yes. I didn't do it at 18. I never was in NROTC, mm-hmm. never was in JROTC or anything like yes. that. And so- I think once they heard, like, what it was about, Mm. I think they were kind of like, okay, this isn't just, you know, he doesn't know what's going on in life and he's going to go do it. It was more like, this is something that has been thought about. This This has been something on his mind. Yeah. And I told you, for me, man, that vision of, like, being so old and sitting on the couch and looking back on my life and, like, saying... Well, did I do everything that I wanted to do? Yes. Okay, I did. Right. You know, I did. And I don't want to have a... In Mexicans, we call it like a, like a spina, like a thorn in our side or okay. like a thorn in your foot. Yeah. You have to get that, that thorn out. Like, okay. saquete la spina. You have to get it out. Go do it. If It works. So it works. you just felt like you had to out. go do it. Yeah, for yeah. me it was like if I don't do it I'm
1: going to regret it for the rest of I my I got life. you. So so is it a positive experience at first though because you know here's the thing we're all sold that when you get into the military life for you is going to be easy after that. We're going to pay for everything. You know, you guys are never going to have a financial worry in the world, blah blah blah. Obviously you have to go you have to go defend your country which means going to war. And you know, again, big shout out to yeah. everybody that's done that. I you know, I support the troops 100%. I I, I want to make sure that if you guys don't know anything from this episode that I am disclosuring that that I support the troops 100%. Y'all got y'all need That's it. Y'all need anything for me, whether it be some money, a place to stay, this ass, I got you. All right. But no, no, no. Like so for you, you know, you're sold in the dream, like, okay, I'm not gonna have a financial worry in the world, I'm gonna defend the country, everything's gonna be good. What's going on in the military, you know?
0: Okay, so for me it was uh Mm -hmm. once I got there, I I finished boot camp. Boot Mm -hmm. boot camp was okay. It was tougher. For many people, but right. for me, it was like, okay, getting yelled at, working out, yeah. listening to people. Okay, I'm 24 years old. I'm with like 18, 19, 21, sure. 22. Like kids, Rare, kids. Rarely will you have like a 27, 28, 30 right. year old. It's very rare. Well, so at that I was point like,
1: in our life, we ain't trying to do that shit. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. right. I,
0: yeah. me, I met a guy who was 35, ended up in the military. 35? Yeah, at 35. Is that cut off? That's like, that's like right cutoff. So okay. he got in at 35, mm-hmm. cut off. Cause just life wasn't going right for him. Okay, so he got in. So, Hey, yeah. no harm, no foul. Good That's guy. It. Okay. Um, so for me, it was like, I got there and then I think the biggest, I think shock for me was having someone who was younger than me be in charge of me. Okay. Because I'm like, I'm 24 years old. I'm a grown man. Mm. But you're telling me this 22 year old who has higher rank, right? Mm-hmm. I'm an E3. This guy's like an E5. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to do X, Y, and Z, and mm. you need to be home. You need to be back in the room by mm. 8 p.m. That is your curfew, and I'm like no. 8 p.m. I'm like, well, hold on, like
1: that's when the side piece is coming bro. over 8 p.m. What are you talking about? Bro, and,
0: and trust me, the military knows that. Like we like to drink, so they put bars on base. We have we had a bar on that base. So like for me, I'm man, trying to go to that base, dude, I, I, Pensacola, <laughs>
1: go
0: to Pensacola. Uh, in Florida. In Florida, yeah, go to Pensacola. Oh, here I come. Stop NASS the cameras! Pensacola. I'm going to
1: Pensacola right now. Na- 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 That's Pensacola. where my man's go eyes. Okay, there,
0: man. uh, it's called Portside Man, and yeah. let me tell you, man, on that, on that, dude, I, I, I closed my eyes because I have so many embarrassing moments at that place. Oh wow, you got you got people who were just in boot camp. Okay, right, you you, you haven't touched alcohol. You haven't okay. got wild in a okay. month and a half. And then once you get out, it's like, hey, you're back on this base. There are rules, right? You have to be back. Phase 1, Phase 2, Phase Mm -hmm, 3, Phase mm -hmm. 3 being the highest, right? Phase 3 means you can... Sleep wherever you want, so long as you show up the next morning. Like I can be a side piece on phase three. Yeah, whoever whoever gets there from boot camp, phase one, you got to be in at eight o'clock. Okay. So you got to learn how to get drunk real quick, real fast, early.
1: Oh. To come. Oh wait, no problem. We day drink here. Hold on, wait. I'm taking notes, Christian. Go ahead. Let me get my Apple pen. Here we go.
0: Why? Why do you think most of us, like (laughs) like veterans, are like alcoholics? Well, because that's why. It's you're getting drunk at three o'clock in the afternoon. You're trying to get drunk before your curfew.
1: Right, which and is then, 8 p.m. And then yeah. so
0: that you go to phase two. 8 okay. then it's 10 p.m. Now you're getting drunk early, yeah. faster, mm-hmm. and now your curfew's at 10.
1: Okay, 10 p.m. Once you get to phase three, yes,
0: you get into that overnight.
1: Phase three is when I can become a side piece. Right. Phase three okay.
0: is we're going piece. to Pensacola Beach. Pensacola Beach. You're uh-huh. already getting a room. Room. Right. You're gonna go out. Go out. You're gonna get on Tinder. Tinder. Grinder. 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 Okay. Grinder. 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 Well, I'm gonna say Tinder for me. <laughs> okay. Tinder. 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 Grinder. Swipe. 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 Match. Match. And then you match. Okay. You got the room. <laughs> I don't know what hey, we're doing. What are we doing? No, I got good. a
1: side piece because I'm on phase three. Boom. That's okay, right. boom. Okay, back to it anyway. <laughs> phase three. That that side piece. Cute. Okay, Allison's going to love that when she edits this. Okay. Okay, so so you're on phase three, right? Yep. Okay. So
0: phase three. And then from there, man, it's just, oh, let me tell you, man. The things that happen on that base in right. people's yeah. cars and dude, like you had, like, at are, this they point, man, blow jobs? are they getting no, blowjobs? Are well, they getting jobs? Okay. Let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. You were saying like, you know, the military, you're not going to have to worry about much. Well, know,
1: well that's what they sell us, Christian, well, with all due respect. You know what I mean?
0: But see, I'm coming at 24 mm-hmm. as in, I'm getting paid as an E3 and that's about 800 bucks. A week? Uh, that's about two weeks.
1: Oh, that ain't shit though. So E3, I you're do getting no no about 800 me. bucks, but yeah. here's a
0: trick though, man. And uh-huh. I would tell everybody, here's a trick. -hmm. If you join the military at 18 and you're married, Mm -hmm. you're going to. Oh, you get more
1: money. Yeah, that's why my cousin married so young. Yeah, yeah. You get
0: money. Uh, On top of that, you're 18, then you want a house, you have a mortgage. You're, then that puts you ahead of the game of yeah. every other 18-year-old, right? Okay, gotcha. But that 18-year-old is probably going to make a career out of the military. Yeah, so for gonna sure. So he's going to do his 25 years, his 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's going to be in charge of someone like me who's 24 that who's, has real-life okay. experience.
1: But, but do you think that it was a pride thing for you? Because you even said that when you were in high school, you know, you had a, you had a difficult time, like, settling for less and, you know, all that jazz. I
0: wouldn't say it was pride. It was mm-hmm. more trying to get back into the mentality of... I no longer make my rules as a, suvi- as a civilian. Okay. Someone else is now making those rules for, for you. Okay. Right. Yes. It, no, go ahead. So, and, and once you start realizing that mm-hmm. every single rule and everything that's coming, like, you have no control of your life or your time. Gotcha. You. And that's where the negative portion came in because I joined mm-hmm. with no family, like me and Rachel. I think at that time we were separated. Yeah. Like, we've been together since we were 17 yeah. and, and I think around 24, 23 is kind of when we separated mm-hmm. to try to figure out who we were because we were together for so well, long. Yeah. You know, and it know happens, thing. right? Yeah, and, for sure. And mm-hmm. that's something that I'm glad that me and my wife can talk about now openly because back then, her. man, like yeah. if me and Rachel tried talking about this back then when it <laughs> happened, dude, yeah. like, dude, I'm, I'm aggressive and I'm upset but like we're we're so past that and yeah. like we've been so past that that we can look back and be like man we needed to go through that for sure to make us I so much more stronger that. you know
1: Absolutely you you know you mentioned in your time in the military um that they were kind of desensitized mm. for lack of a better term to the outside world so you mentioned that you struggled a lot with alcoholism you met some people yeah. that were did, struggling with depression yeah. um and and your personal experience again because I want to talk about your experience mm for full disclosure purposes, <laughs> this is not how the military is. This is Christian's this is, yeah, this is perspective. Right. Okay. So you felt like in your time in the military that they were very desensitized to those issues. So what was going on behind the scenes? That Yeah. We... So
0: what had happened is uh, mm-hmm. once you, once I got through Pensacola, got to the school and everything, yes. uh, you get to your final, like permanent duty station. That's what they call it in the Navy, your permanent duty station. Once you get there, like this is where you're going to spend your time for mine. It was a school. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that school, man, like, uh, it, it's it's exactly like college. Like yeah. you have a whole bunch of like you put all these like young kids, right? And yes. I say young. I'm 24. Yes. I end up meeting somebody who's a little bit older than me. But like you put all these people in this group. Yes, and then. What do you expect, right? We're supposed to, we drink, we party. Oh, yeah, like you guys we, are we young. Show, we show up yeah. on time. We, okay. still, we still show up on time. I'm uh, okay.
1: Oh, the kids ain't doing that these days, Christian. Right. Uh, and, They're and, not doing that these days, dude, bitch. Hey. I'll go to work. At, this, at the time I'm supposed yeah. to be there, drunk as fuck. Mason, take notes because I know you're young. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Hey, Mason, yeah, yeah Mason, take notes, take man. Take notes, all right. Dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you,
0: dude, because, and that's one thing that that, that we were doing, man. Ooh. We We had barracks. They gave us a place to stay for free. Yeah. Nobody was checking on us in this barracks and like we have two rooms and we uh-huh. were, I'm talking about like me and my buddy shout out to Anthony Harper. He uh, we both struggled with alcoholism mm. together, though. OK, but like we were just bad for each other because as soon as we got off on Friday. Yes, it was like you buy a 24 pack. I buy it. So y'all were
1: bags. influencing each other. Yes. You know, I, and I feel bad because now we're going to get into your alcoholism and the military and we're drinking mimosas. Are you an alcoholic today?
0: So I would always, th- I, I tell my wife this and I, mm-hmm. and I accept that it's like, well, I would say that I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I, I can drink socially. I can drink to get crazy. I can drink to, to forget everything. But I would tell you, man, surprisingly, like now, um, I would say that I'm not an alcoholic because now I've moved into like the CBD. And okay. Like the THC. Like, like the gummies.
1: Like you were the, mentioning yeah, the gummies. All, yeah, Are you on gummies right now? No, not no, at all. You no, you said you were going to bring the gummies. No, well, I said I yeah. was, but yeah. I wasn't.
0: I, I, I wanted to have respect for you for your show I please. To do this. Like, I had Giovanni kind the King. Of, kind of sober. Bro,
1: I had Giovanni the King on the show. He was eating his. THC cookies like get out of here yes I don't. shout out to Giovanni the King you're doing such great things but I don't know what the fuck was going on
2: well
0: well, like I said for me I just for respect for your show respect out of you I appreciate that I was like even though I'm a drunk slutty mess
1: right now no but see and the the
0: thing about me is I would never turn down a drink like if you offer a drink Mm. I take that more as like okay like, that, that's a respecting, right? Like, right, somebody's right. offering you a drink, you take it. You take it. And then you drink it. Yeah, I'm and just then pouring that's him it. up
1: the most. But, but in your time in the military, like, you mentioned that you told him that you were an alcoholic. So, what yes, was the response dude. that you got? Oh,
0: had? man. Like, that that was, like, my darkest days. Because yes. I moved on from that school. And then I got mm-hmm. to my, like, my actual command. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, so my mom, man, this is so sad, dude. Uh, so, my mom, she had cirrhosis. Cirrhosis oh, of the liver. of the liver. Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so... When I left for the Navy, I think my mom was just like barely getting checked for cirrhosis. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then once she got wind of cirrhosis, then she started her sobriety process. Okay. But then... So she was drinking? Yeah, she was. was So after my dad had the aneurysm, then my mom picked up drinking heavy. And my dad no longer. My dad used to be the drinker. Right. And then she... And then she became the drinker. He became... It was like coping for her
1: though. Yeah. Right Shout out to the mom though Because she, she is so yeah. kind to me yeah, yeah and so yeah, Very mom, strong woman, I, And yeah. I
0: will Shout out to my mom to her. her name is Rosie Lugo yes. Zuniga She wants you She, yeah. Y'all she can't, wants you knows that She would want everybody To know mm-hmm. that she is a Zuniga Because apparently Back in the 80's <laughs> <and> that, <laughs> that was dude, like thing. Zuniga was like Yeah yeah you know, Y'all can't our,
1: tell Rosie Nothing though I met Rosie I love that woman Yeah Rosie Rosie Very will throw kind hands Rosie will throw hands Rosie will quick. throw hands at you I know she is older her but you Okay but she was thinking of drinking So you're in the military She's got to rest the deliver deliver
0: I'm getting this news while I'm in the Navy
2: mm-hmm.
0: and again, right? your time is no longer your time. Somebody mm-hmm. controls your time for sure. So once my mom started getting sick, that's whenever like I didn't know who to reach out to. I okay. didn't know who to talk to, like, and I'm not gonna say that that was like on oh, my 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 command, the place that I was at. Mm-hmm. I didn't know these resources because they gave us these resources, but it was almost like the people that were in those positions, I felt like I could not go talk to because in the mm-hmm. military. In the navy, like if you don't have collateral duties, which mm-hmm. is some of these positions are just a secondary job to their primary job, okay. um, uh, like they won't pick up rank. So, some people are doing this just for the points to get pick up rank to move up and mm-hmm. you know in their career and get higher mm-hmm. pay, which I get that, right? But, like, if you're in that position, you also have to be empathetic, yeah, the people who come to you and say, I have issues, absolutely, instead of being like. You have issues? Well, I have issues too, buddy. So but like get you know, over like get it. get over okay. it and move on. And so... So is that what happened to you? Um, I would say it was like that, but on a, okay. uh, it was like times 10 because I, I can deal with my own issues. Absolutely. I can deal with my own feelings, right? Yeah. But I didn't know how to deal with like my mama most losing in her life because my mom got put mm. in a breathing tube. Mm. She was in the hospital and it was like what am i doing in Norfolk, virginia mm-hmm. right now when my mom is like going through this when i should be in waco texas mm. and so i can't just be like hey i bought a plane ticket to waco texas to go see my mom you have to like ask so for let, permission you, you have to ask for yeah, permission okay. but the navy the military will tell you that the mission comes first so okay. if we if we have exercises we have something going on and you need to be on that because you still have to get qualified in your job you have a job you have to get right, qualified right in your right right and so I started falling behind in qualifications because I did, I started drinking. Yeah. I didn't know how to cope with my mom. I didn't uh-huh. know how to talk about it. Cause coming from a Mexican family, you don't talk about issues for sure. You kind of walk away, you deal with it on your that own. That goes back
1: into mental health Like yeah. we talked about that on the show. Like dude, as Hispanics, we're not allowed to talk about dude, that. And we're mental not allowed health, to health,
0: man. Yes. Like we'll, we're, we're definitely going to touch on that subject. Cause I think mental health is not talked about yes. as much as it should. Okay. Um, and I see myself doing that with my kids, right? Like, even mm. right now, I like, Jeremiah's about to be four in November. Junior's, mm. he's already six, about to turn seven in yeah. July. And I try to talk to them as grown adults. I try to understand their feelings. For sure, for sure. Them. And so for me, man, like, once and once my mom was going through that, um, I didn't know how to cope with it. I didn't know okay. where to go. And so, like, the first thing I did was I reached out to somebody that, mm. that I work with. I'm not going to say his name because they're they're still in the military. They're still doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I reached out to someone who I thought was like, they were above me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? At this time, I'm in, let me see, I'm in E5 now. So I'm a, I'm a second class in the Navy. I reach out to a first class. And I'm like, hey, man, because they teach you, right? Go to the next person above you. And I was like, hey, I've been drinking like four days straight. By this time, I have a cast on my right arm. Mm-hmm. I have a cast on my right arm. I've been drinking for four days. I I don't know what's wrong mentally with me. I'm I'm trying I I I woke up that morning, I talked to Rachel and I was like, Hey, like, I don't know what's going on. Something's Mm -hmm. something's affecting me. I think I I know it's my mom and her cirrhosis, but I don't know how to cope with that, don't know how to deal with that. Right. So So you're turning
1: to drinking. Right. And so I
0: started drinking because Drinking makes you forget everything. Drinking makes you forget the pain. If you're yeah. drinking, you know, when you're sad and someone well, we breaks forgot, up with you, we forgot what we did at
1: Ali's Drive-In. Like, right, I exactly. don't remember, but they're sponsoring, so it wasn't that bad. Exactly. Like, I didn't see anybody so, here, worst. Here, here's the worst thing, man. Like, yeah.
0: I, I, I resorted to something that I saw... When I was younger, everyone resort to
1: which was right, which
0: was alcohol. Alcohol. Right. Okay. My my okay. uncle broke up with his girlfriend. Alcohol. Alcohol. My mom is dad alcohol. Okay. You know, so okay. on and so on. Alcohol. So I went to alcohol because that's when, what I saw. But when
1: you told the person I am an alcoholic, like I'm drinking profusely, they were just like it was like, yeah.
0: Okay, meet me at uh, this is called Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. We call it Timmy Ho's. Meet me at Tim Hortons on Norfolk Base. Yes, we're gonna talk about it. And I'm like, okay, good. I'll, I'll okay, get it okay, somewhere.
1: And so you guys talk about I'll it. Talk, we talk okay. about it. And
0: he goes, "All right, man. Uh, let me let me tell you what I do when I drink because mm. now I'm realizing that he's an alcoholic as well. Uh, okay. So he's like, I give my wife the keys, and I mm. can't drive to go get beer. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's cool, but I live down the street. I live down the street from a store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I give my wife the keys, I know I can walk. You
1: can walk to Alley's, drive in, and get some ice cold beer from their big freezer. There you go. (laughs) You can walk to Alley's. And
0: and in my case, in Norfolk, it was like a 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah. So once you realize, okay, well, that's not going to work. He's Mm. like, well, what if you just drink 12 beers, and that's it? I was like, no, you're not listening to me. Yeah. Every time- that I pick up something. Uh-huh. Like I'm going to go a hundred miles an hour. Okay. okay. I want to forget and I don't want to feel you want to forget big. what's
1: going on. Right. Yeah, for sure.
0: And then little by little, I started realizing that, okay, he's not here to talk to me about me. He's here to talk to me about how I can continue to be uh, productive for the military, for, for the Navy, okay. for our job, for our okay. aspect. Yes. And once I started okay. picking up on that, then I was like, okay, this isn't,
1: and in respect, he was being desensitized to your, desensitized to your personal issue.
0: Right. And so okay. for me, it was like, okay, well, once I caught wind of that, yes. once I catch wind of somebody not w- wanting to not listening to me in yeah, yeah, my yeah. most vulnerable moment, I'm like, okay, that's it. You're done. And I'll tell him, I was like, you know what? That's yeah. cool. That's it. You know, this conversation didn't go where okay. I thought. He's like, okay, that's cool. But I done, I let our, our chief. everybody in the neighborhood is going to know like the chief mess is like E7 and above. So I'm mm. an E5. hmm And there's E6s, which are first classes. And then once you get into the E7, Mm -hmm. E8, and E9, they become chiefs, senior chiefs, and master chiefs. And, like, even at that level, man, like, it was so toxic because the people that were in those positions for me to seek help were also in my job, Mm. and they were my leadership. Okay. So then once they caught wind that I was having issues, it almost put me to the side. Like I mm. felt like they were putting me to the side. Yeah. And said, "Hey, if you don't want to do this anymore, you don't have to do this anymore. Just go. Okay. Become someone else's issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, what Damn. did I do? I immediately ran and I left that job. Yeah. And I and I became someone else's issue, huh. right? And and once I became somebody else's issue, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm on the upside, right? Like I I got rid the people that 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 weren't listening to me, that didn't believe what was going on, or or didn't even want to help me out. Like I'm away from them, so I thought that was a positive.
2: Right, right. And
0: then I come here to Texas. I go to San Antonio. I go to this school, and my first week there, I got kicked out on a Friday. Wow. Yep. And um, and and I can speak openly about this because there's people that are still in the Navy, um, that will support me and back me 100%. Yeah, man. for sure. Mm-hmm. Once I got there, man, I guess there was this rule in fine print that was like you can't go 15 miles. Mm outside of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I hadn't seen my family about a year, right, about a year right. and a half.
1: I mean, you you So hours I'm
0: like, I'm day. in San Antonio. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to go home. And not th- I'm not doing nothing bad. Let me tell you, right. I, we were coming. As a matter of fact, it was around this time because I remember the fair. Uh-huh. I picked up, I, I drove from San Antonio, uh-huh. picked up my family. We went to the fair, mm. got to the fair. I get a call. They're like, hey, where you at? I'm like, mm-hmm. who is this? And they're like, you need to be back in San Antonio, like within five minutes.
1: Five minutes, bitch! And I'm in like, It Ain't gonna be no on. five minutes. Yeah, like, not, you know, it ain't gonna be
0: five minutes. It's like gonna be two hours. Like, it's, hey, yeah. you're supposed to have watched ten minutes ago. I'm like, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I'm I'm considered now what's a fleet returnee? Yeah, like, like who's been in the navy. I go to a school where or people were coming out of boot camp. They still have certain rules, mm-hmm. and it was like, hey, fleet returnees have no rules. You just need to show up Monday through Friday, do what they do. You guys will be good. Mm. That was presented to us, and so what did I do on Friday? I go home, mm-hmm. right? And Saturday, Sunday, I spend time with my family back on monday for sure dude i got that call man and i was like sweating bullets because i was like fuck man like i've never done anything to get in trouble now here i am potentially Uh, about to get in trouble because when you get in trouble by the navy that's it they'll take your pay yeah 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 and uh, and at that time i was the only one working you know my wife rachel was going to school at that time Uh uh-huh um i was the only one working and so here i am in this predicament like they're about to stop my pay i'm gonna get deducted in rank uh like it, it just sucked yeah. And when I tried fighting for myself for the truth and I was like, "Hey, when we when we came here, you know, the people in charge of us told us that we didn't have to do that." Mm-hmm. But now you're saying who's in charge of them right. saying we had to do that. Right, right, right. And so I had to go meet this uh lieutenant, uh had to go meet this lady who's in charge of the training. Yeah, yeah. And dude, the guy lied. Mm. F- to He lied in front of me. Yeah. to her to make himself like, seem like he had put the rules out. Like he okay. said, "Hey, I told these guys they couldn't do that. And I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, dude, I've never, like, I'm not a liar, man. I can't sit there and lie to someone in their face. For sure. And he actually did that. He He, lied to my face and said, I told you, you couldn't leave. You had to be here. Yeah. You know, blase, blase. And I'm like, no, you did not. Yeah. yeah, And then I showed that lady my text messages with the other Mm -hmm. fleet returnees Mm -hmm. that have been in the Navy. Okay. And they were like, yo, we had no clue. We had no idea. I showed her the proof. She was like, well, I think you're lying. She took her, that guy's side. And yeah. From there, man, I, I got kicked out of that school.
1: Okay. So and, you were done. Dude. And I'm like, yeah. okay, you
0: know what? I left the other place because I became someone's issue. I right. got here. I just went home. Right. I can't, and I came back immediately when and they told me still problems. To, and still problems. Yeah. And so then I said, you know what? That's cool. Because there was like a little clause in the contract that was like, if you fail to convert, like if you fail to convert to yeah. a new job, yeah. then you can just get out, of the, get out of the Navy. So that's what happened. So mm-hmm. I, I would say, okay, hey, it says this in the verbiage, I'm going to get out the Navy. Boom. So I went to this class to get out, and then on the, on the last week, that was supposed to be my last day in the military. Good thing you
1: reads the contracts, by the way. You have to read the contracts, guys. Yeah, read the contracts. Read the contracts. Read, now, the, the, contracts. Okay. read the contracts <laughs> yeah. because
0: uh, I still got tied into a year and a half. Okay. I still got tied into a year and a half. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. when I left, um, I I was like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm ready to get out. I'm I'm in San Antonio. Wake goes about two hours away. Yeah. Doesn't make it that difficult. Me and my wife three. are good. Three two hours.
2: Three. I hate enough.
1: when people lie lie about the length of a commute, Christian. It's three hours. Shut up. Okay, three hours. It's but two hours, hours to Houston enough. three hours to San Antonio. Okay. Hold on.
0: Two hours to Houston, three hours to San Antonio. No,
1: two hours to Austin, three hours. Uh, I said that wrong. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay bitch. No, but so and and so
0: that's what it was, man. It it became a um. I was like, okay, I'm ready to get out. Yeah. I'm here in San Antonio. Wake goes right there. You're going home. We're, we're, we're close. Yeah. And then when the, like when this lady called me and she was like, Hey, I have some news to break. Hmm. I was like, okay, what is it? She's like, uh, I sent that verbiage and everything up to it's the highest person that sure. you can send it to. For sure. And they said, no, you still have a year and a half left. To
1: get. Mm, okay. So you had to fulfill your year and a half.
0: So from there it was like,
1: what well, did they breach contract at that point? Do you think,
0: dude, you know, in the military again, it's difficult because like you're, nobody cares more about you than you. Mm-hmm. So like if you go out seeking for help, you got to understand, man, everybody's just there to get an easy paycheck. Okay. You're going to, you're going to find people very rarely that will help you out. Um, I was one of those few people that would help people out. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. and so for me, man, once, uh, it was such a oh man. It was such a fucking bummer because I thought I was about to be out. Yeah, my family was like two hours room. they reach, were right there. And I was like, yeah. man, I'm about and to get out. And you have a out. year and a half left, dude. And then they said, uh, year okay. and a half left. You're going back to the I got you. On top of that, we're gonna put you on a on a ship. Oh wow! On a like, a,
1: like a US in the ocean, U.S. Navy in the ocean. ship. Yeah.
0: You know, and let me tell you, We're man, fucking coming,
1: free willian shit. Dude, Get out of here. Yeah. Coming from,
0: like, the aviation side of the Navy where you don't really see ships yeah, and you don't yeah. stay on ships, right? I was like, holy fuck, man. This is going to be a yeah. huge fucking shock. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and dude, I dreaded it, dude. I dreaded it, mm-hmm. and I dreaded it. And I was like, oh, and this is where the mental health issue came in. Because uh-huh. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I, I I was drinking heavy. Yeah. Like I was talking to Rachel. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how that life is. I mean, like, yeah. what I've heard sucks. Yeah, for sure. Fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And trust me, man. I I got the shit in and the stick. Yeah. My last year and a half in the Navy, it fucking sucked. Yeah. But I'm so glad that I had the friends around. Yeah, me the... To go through that suck with. You know? <laughs> and dude, and I'm telling you, man, like that having, suck with.
1: Having, is, like, yeah. we Sucked together. Everybody you know? sucked Everybody,
0: together. Yeah. Dude, it's not gay if it's underway, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You know, I've I'm high. joining the navy. <laughs> hey, join the, hey, join the navy, bro. I'm telling you, man, it's not gay if it's underway. But, yeah, man. I had, I had really good friends, man. Really good friends that I yeah. met. I got put yeah. in a position where like I could talk to everybody, help uh-huh. people, and do everything. You and guys so, were all and, there for each other, and that's what, and dude. And yeah, like, we used to stay up until like, dude. When I say like three, like four in the morning. Yeah, like we worked. We worked from seven to okay. seven. Okay. I don't stop. But on top of that, we stayed up late to just talk about our own goals mm. and what we wanted because we knew that we had like about a year yeah. in the Navy left. So y'all were all each other's support system, dude. Like man, that's when good. I when I say that, like in the military, you like yes. you, like your battle buddy. I know that sounds gay as fuck for like all the vets, but like like your battle <laughs> buddy, like, like, like the friend, like <laughs> the friends that you make, and like everybody that's going through the suck with you. Yeah, like you appreciate them so much more because you're like man, like when I leave my when I leave my wife and my kids. Yeah. I'm going to see this guy and that guy longer than I have seen my wife this month.
1: Got you. Got you.
0: And so man, me, man, like shout out to, uh, Michael Manzo and Ian Epping, man. Those guys are my best friends. And, and also Anthony Harper. Like we, we, we plan so much, man. And we, we we dream so much. So that was like,
1: that was like your, your, your Klingon. To battle with the issues that you were dealing with. Right, exactly with them. With them. Okay. Right,
0: exactly. And 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 I moved. I I I was I was still drinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I became a functional alcoholic. Okay. Like I can drink all day long Mm -hmm. and then I can still wake up at like four o'clock. Yeah. Go to work, show up on time, be there before everybody else. Do your thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Do my thing. Do Mm -hmm. my
0: work thing. And then when I go home from work, I'm like, "Hey, hon, I'm gonna stop at the store, and buy a 12-pack. Do you need anything? Yeah. Let me get some Cheetos and some Skittles. Yeah. Okay. okay cool. From Ali's John. And then and then from there, dude, <laughs> I get my 12-pack. That's it. Rushing. Yeah. Crushing. And then I wake up again, four in the morning. And I was like, "Okay, cool. And
1: You're doing your thing.
0: Doing my yeah. own thing. man. functional alcoholic in the military. Never never got in tr- never got in trouble except for I got kicked out that school. Yeah. Never showed up late. Never done anything.
1: Right. Right. And then you uh, ultimately get discharged. Right. Well, honorably, yeah, discharged, so yeah. honorably discharged.
0: Yeah. So honorably discharged. Uh. So July, dude. July fourth could not have came any sooner this mm-hmm. year. Me and my wife had been dreaming about. My birthday is
1: July third. We can celebrate. Damn, yeah, that's
0: dope. That's, that's fucking dope.
2: I know it is. I'm dope day, too. That, that's the
0: day that like I fucking left. And, yeah. Like I got the dude. I'm telling you, whenever they assign my leave to say, mm-hmm. hey, you, you can use the days that you've earned. Yeah. They said, hey, you can, the days that I've earned. Yeah. Uh, You can use that. I was like, holy fuck, man. Like, so much weight was lifted on my shoulders. That's it, that's it. Like, dude, we had a hotel from, like, uh, was it? july maybe second to like uh-huh. the fifth yeah because we weren't sure but once they said hey you can leave you're good go that's it all full-on
1: slutation party Yeah. i'm
0: telling but if you think that there's no party or yeah. no slutation or no nothing oh honey it, dude, please don't play with me i'm telling you man please, please Navy, don't play with me
1: yeah dude, them DL i've seen, seen, <laughs> seen married.
0: i've seen married people mm-hmm. go to different countries yeah get with someone else in their command or who they work with. Yeah. Become buddy buddy and then go back home. Come back to the states and yeah. then they
1: go back to the marriage. Oh, but that's Waco. That that that's the town. Yeah, these guys go back to their wives. I, I said that. <laughs> I said that. You know, I'm I'm a big secret keeper. You I know did. what, Christian? God, I hate that we're running out of time. But you know, I I did want to talk to you about a couple of more things. You know, gays in the military. You know what I mean? I know that was a controversial Man. subject back in the day. Did you meet any gays in the military? I, w-
0: I will say that um, I've met. I, I've met gay individuals that were in yeah. the Navy with me. And did they try to sleep with you?
1: No. Okay. But I will
0: tell you that uh-huh. I've, I've so I've known gay people in the military, Yeah. but I've, ne- I've worked with someone. His mm. name is uh, Jordan Wright. Shout uh, Sky Jordan. Wright. Shout out to Jordan. Uh-huh. Uh, he was the first gay individual that I had to work with, um, like sitting next to each other. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, like we're out, we're out underway under, we're out to sea for mm-hmm. about three weeks. Yeah. And so I'm seeing this guy Find for me, three sign weeks. Sign me up. <laughs> but the but the crazy thing yeah. was like he taught me, he taught me what I was um, what is it um, like what I was just I guess what I was blinded to. Okay. Like what 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 gay individuals go through. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He yeah. told me his life story. Okay. And I was like, man, like dude, that's tough. You know what I mean? Like that sucks. Yeah, like, for sure. You're here. You're doing stuff that like you know, not every person can do. And mm. You're still struggling because like he, he's gay, right? Yeah. He, yeah. He was sleeping with individuals and everything. And, and it becomes a little bit difficult, but he taught me a lot about himself. He taught yeah. me a lot about myself. Um, and no, so that was the first person I ever worked with. And like, yeah, to this day, I still have Jordan's back and I will forever for sure. have his back. He worked with me and like yeah. Dude Did you have
1: a different perspective in, on gays after meeting Jordan?
0: No, because I've I've had gay friends before. Uh-huh. I think when we had our meeting, I had mentioned yeah. like in, I think the first don't gay remember. person I'm, I met. He don't remember. I don't remember. But don't remember. the first I think okay. the first gay person that 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 I met was Cece. Of oh, CC, uh, we yes. love CC. Yes. She was on the show, yeah. CeCe CC was trans. the first person, yeah. was the first person that I met. Uh-huh. Um and then CC, I mean CC bartended at bars and so like yeah. I'd go to these bars and CC, would be like, "Hey CC, yeah. how are you doing?" Love I I've Cece. always treated <laughs> everyone with respect. You know, I, sure. I don't care where you come from because That's the military it. has That's made it. me so like just like I don't care where you come from cuz uh-huh. I can work with anybody. Got you. Um but I think CC for me was like the first like the first person that I met. Yes. And then from there, man, it was just like I don't care what anybody does. Like you yeah. still to this day, like I don't care what you, you do. You're doing man. you, yeah. You do you, enjoy life, That's live because you only got one to live, man. As long as we can, ain't trying to
1: get in them jeans. Dude,
0: I can guarantee you two things. I <laughs> yeah. can guarantee you the day that you were born and yeah. I can guarantee you that you're gonna die. And if for you sure. enjoy life in between those times, man, for sure. Dude, life becomes a lot better. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, Christian, goddamn. I, I wish that we had five hours, but we are we are running out of time. Um, you know, I, I will end with this. Do you have regrets joining the military?
0: Oh, no, man. I, I don't have regrets for doing anything. That okay. I did. Um, I'm glad I did it. I got mm-hmm. the thorn out. I will say that, again, the Navy is not a bad thing. This is just my experience. This yes. is just what I experienced. Um, I try and tell individuals that, like, if you're thinking about joining the military, please hit me up, man. Okay. Like, I I am in. So you would encourage body. it? Dude, I, I would encourage um, okay. it with the truth. Yeah. I will give you my truth. Yes. Because if somebody would have gave me my truth when I was going, I probably would have thought about it twice. And I would never stop anybody from serving, man. Right. Like I you learn a lot about yourself and then you learn to work with others. Like there's a lot more to it. Mm. Um but I will say that. If you have any questions about joining, if, yeah. if something is on your mind about it, please reach out to me, man. Like I'm in open. I try and tell people to reach out to me all the time, but I yeah. think people are afraid to just ask a okay. question. They're like, Hey man, I'm nervous of right. being yo at. How yeah. do I deal with that? Yeah. Okay, that's a normal thing. It but means.
1: but you want to promote a sense of advocacy to join the military because at the end of the day, these people that join the military, they do a service for us. You know what I mean for this country to defend this country and everything. So with even with your negative experience with them being desensitized, to your alcoholism, your depression, you know there was there was a story of suicide that went on. Which, which, oh man. Yeah, which I, for the respect of the family, I, I just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, but, um, you know, with all that going on, you would still encourage somebody to do so. But this is what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, I, I would okay. definitely
0: give everybody like just my yeah. my experience, like the positive and the negatives. I would never make mm-hmm. the negatives more than the positive. Okay, just okay. To stop someone. I would give okay. someone the absolute truth just so that way they go in there knowing that, like, yeah. you know, this is what happens. But yeah. I also don't want to ruin it for someone. For sure. And then the one thing that you talk about the suicide, man, like that, that was tough because... You know, saving someone from suicide, like mm. I've never dealt with that. Right, for sure. And so knowing that like I was put in that position and I dealt with it and like it was okay. I was like, you know, till til this day, man, mm. my boy is okay. He's doing he's good, good. He's, he's good. Got okay. out, thankfully. For sure. That's just a, that's just touchy for me. Yeah, yeah man, I yeah. definitely get that. But yeah. But I would again. I, I say big shout this out to now. him though.
1: I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad you did that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You know, and, and he was in the military too. So he was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so with all being said, with your negative experience and and everything going on, so you would still encourage somebody to do so. You would just oh, yeah. tell them about your story. You know, you want to promote advocacy within joining the military yeah. and everything. You know, what's going on with your life now, Christian? So, oh, so you man. were a financial advisor. Now you're not doing that anymore. You're, um, you just got. you I mean, you were discharged honorably from the military. Mm-hmm. So, so what what are we doing now, Christian? What's going on? Before all right. We wrap so up? yeah
0: uh so me and rachel like our uh-huh. finances and genera- generational wealth became very important to us for sure and uh so i wanted to pursue that career okay and, uh, financial uh being a financial advisor because i thought like, yeah you know i i was so i'm gonna naive. pull the mic to you
1: closer huh? there you go <laughs> i
0: was i was so naive to yeah. the fact that like you like when someone needs help uh-huh. you can't make them like you don't you can take a horse to the water but you can't but make you can make it a drink. drink it exactly so i was like I know you need help. Let me help you understand that I'm trying to help you. Like, and that's where my frustration was going mm. because I, like the first people that I went for was like everybody in my Facebook. Okay. Got you. And
1: yeah, cause you called I, me I, dude. And I was yeah. so, but here's the thing though. Yeah. I was so
0: naive because I was in the military for eight years. Yeah. So people that I was reaching out to, they hadn't seen me in like eight years.
2: Plus. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: so it, so me reaching out to people, like I I attacked it with the sense of knowing like they could prop they could potentially think that this is like like Spam, you know, yeah, some like type scam, of like, yeah, like, yeah, like scam yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to come off as personable, but I really tried to attack the people. And I'm gonna even, I'm not even gonna I, say attack. He
1: called me, I looked up his Facebook and I was like, Oh, he's hot. I'm definitely calling him. back. Well, yeah, so
0: it was more like, <laughs> yeah. like I like, like, I like, I knew you had a podcast, yeah. Right? And I was like, Okay, well, I want to get to Andrew because I know Andrew has like many connections, yes. And so once I got to you, you know, as open and as nice as you were, like, uh-huh. I was really surprised. Because I'm sitting in my apartment in Norfolk, and I'm sitting at this, like, kitchen table, and yeah. it's like, fucking black, and I'm like, yes. man, I'm trying to figure out, like, how how can I have an income coming in by the time that I separate from the Navy? So, mm-hmm. you know, I was watching your podcast, and I saw your podcast, and yes. then I called you, man, to just be taken back from how, like... Down to earth you were. Mm-hmm. You had no clue who I was. Official.
1: I was just official. Like, yeah, I am like, everybody. And I'm telling you, man. Like I was Andrew, playing Nintendo when you called me.
0: Andrew was himself. Yes.
1: In my underwears.
0: He was himself. <laughs> and, I, and, uh, and like I said, man, yeah. like, I, I, I think that that's real cool of you, man. Because Thank you. I've always told you. And I told you over the phone. Mm-hmm. I was like, you you give people like me a voice. Yes. Um, that's struggling through stuff that maybe people didn't even know that I was struggling with. Yeah, but you're the voice for us, and you're the voice. Oh, for thank like wake coach for every for uh, for Christian. just ev- someone every day like us to just come out and come on the podcast and expand our yeah. issues because people can look at me and be like, man, high school, man, this guy was good at soccer, but they didn't know that I was struggling. That with you like were struggling the- so much yeah. more, right? Because yeah. I was still like, there's like domestic violence, and there was so much more that mm-hmm. you get into, man. And I went to Coach Chapman. Yeah, and the reason why I want to say this is because. Coach Chapman played an important in my life and my role because I never broke down in front of anyone. And right. the first person that I broke down in front of was coach, coach Chapman. Chapman. Okay. And I called him and I was like, hey, Coach, like, he was in my average class. I was a senior. He came yeah. out. And, dude, like, I broke down crying. And he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, mom's an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. You know? Dad's and, dying. like, dad yeah. was like dying. Like, you know? And then. Uh, how mm. do I deal with this? I'm supposed to be this high performing athlete and yeah, yeah. what am I doing? You know? Yeah. And then like, dude, like he cried with me. For sure. Sh- you know, Coach uh, Chapman, okay. Coach Chapman, you know, as as tough as he was, he was very sentimental and like he cried with me and he's yeah. like, What's there w- what can I do to help you? And I was mm-hmm. like, Well, I don't ever want to be taken away from my family, but it's just this was the cards that I was given was Okay alcoholism, domestic violence. Right. And he helped you get and, through all that. Dude, and also mental health, man. Because yeah. When I was in high school, dude, mm-hmm. not like there was never a time that I didn't think about killing myself. Wow. When I was in high school. Wow. But so to be, to be like,
1: because of everything that was going because on. Because of everything that was going on. Yeah. And I was okay. like, man,
0: like my life fucking sucks. Dude. Yeah. And, um, to this day, man, like I, I wear this watch, dude, but if I take mm-hmm. off this watch, man, like it, it, it literally hides the scars where when you were cutting i tried to kill myself wow yeah dude and so that's something that like only rachel knows but like Mm. i i'm willing to share with you and and Mm -hmm. and especially your podcast because mental health is very serious and i i contemplated suicide like at a very early age right right and i always like dude i would think like man i'm in high school like i Mm -hmm. i did the uh you remember at uh, Midway University, did those, uh, th- those car crashes? Yes. Like, like, uh, yeah, because I went to dreams. Midway. What's it called? Uh,
1: I can't remember what it's called, but they did the mock car crashes yeah, with yeah, the drinking yeah. and so driving. I yes. was a, uh-huh.
0: So, actually, my senior year, I was a part of that. You were part of that? Okay. Yeah. And so, I was the one that died in a car crash. Mm-hmm. And so, like, dude, like, struggling with my mental health and then seeing mm-hmm. how people would react yeah. if I was – like, it, dude, it made it, – it completed the circle for me. I it. got you, I got you. But I never took it that far okay. to take my life. And so, dude, like, it's just – dude, yeah. every, it, mental health is a struggle
2: day.
1: We've talked about it on this show. You know, I have day. to give a shout-out to Dominic Villa, who was probably one of the first guests that I've had on the show who, who comes from South Waco, Latin American guy, um, who touched on mental health. And you, you're doing so as well. You guys are from the same – area of the city. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Christian, would you say life is going good for you now though? I mean, you're a father of two boys, you're married to a beautiful wife, you know what I mean? So, so how's life for you now? What's, what's next for you? So
0: like I said, life for me has, has changed because, Mm -hmm. uh, after doing eight years in the military, um, I, 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 I can proudly say that I am a 100% disabled veteran. Yes. Um, so, I. I will, I will be retired from this point forward. Yes. So I will be have, so I will get a check every month. Yeah. Um, and it puts me in a weird predicament because it's now I'm in control of my life. Okay. Okay. Right. So now I get to do what I want to do for sure. Right. So I, I, I enrolled into UTA. Okay. Um, I said, you know what? I want to get my, I want to get a bachelor's in communication. There you go. Um, because again I feel like just everything that, that. I everything <laughs> no everything yeah. that I've been through has been through a lack of communication. Okay, okay. So I so you, it just seemed right to
2: go definitely, to school for definitely. communication. Okay.
0: So now I get to go to school. I get paid for going to school. Mm-hmm. I also get paid for now being a 100% disabled veteran. Okay. Um. And so now, like, I feel like I'm in control of my life. Mm-hmm. I've now expanded to I I haven't. This is like my first drink of alcohol. <laughs> Besides, like, <laughs> like, like yesterday, right? We went to a pumpkin patch. Okay. <laughs> but like, I had one beer. Yeah. Clearly, what I had. But, like, now I'm into the whole CBD and THC, and okay. I, I, I wish that, like, every veteran or everyone in the service could at least try it because, man, like, the drastic change yeah. from drinking alcohol to just yeah. doing a CBD gummy to just even, like, smoking flour, that's not even real THC. Dude, I'm not, I'm saying, man, like, yeah. this is all legal, dude. And, like, yeah. it helps me out so much with, like, my anxiety, with Definitely. my depression. And I'm a whole completely different, different person because okay. now I get to be a father to my kids. That's what's And said. I think that that's 100% like... The only thing that I ever wanted was just being a father what's to
1: up. my kids. Well, 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 Christian, God, I'm so sorry that we're out of time. I wish that we can go on for five hours. Like, I tell all my other guys, yeah, take that last gulp of that mimosa, darling. Yeah. Okay, so so you are a full-time. You need more?
2: Is I always. That I mean, we always need
1: more. <laughs> well, listen, we are wrapping up, Christian. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> um, okay, so, you know. I will not be wrapping it up. <laughs> not with me, at least, right? All right. Not with Andrew. Uh, not with Andrew. Okay. He's got a wife. She tried to fight me. All right, guys. Listen, Christian, I enjoyed having you on The Public Affair. Okay. Thanks, um, really no, And big shout-out to, shout to Rachel. Big shout-out to you. You know, unbeknownst to everything that you went through in the military, you know, you seem like you still have a really good head on your shoulders. You seem like you're, you're just trying to get your life together. And, you know, so you're a full-time student now um i I just wish the best for you honestly in the future i think that you're a great dad you're a great person everything that you went through in terms of you know your dad's illness you know what your mom went through mentally um everything that you went through in the military you still were able to overcome all of that and you're still like the great guy that you are today and that we all know you to be you're a father of two children you're married big kudos to you no for sure man and and i and
0: and, and, and i appreciate that man because i I do realize that you know it does take a lot to be a father Mm -hmm. um and i will tell you know every day i will give praise to my wife rachel because that's someone who I can listen to, that I can talk to and say, hey, I'm struggling. Yeah. And she will do anything and everything in her power to make sure that I'm not feeling a certain
2: type
1: right. of way. You now, know I'm I mean? not triggering you with the mimosas, am I? No. Please ne- don't. Ne- okay, because no, I'll no, take that no. shit right back from you, all no, right? No,
0: not <laughs> at all. Negative. <laughs> yes, because Rachel's okay. going to come pick me up. But I do Love have her. to just give uh, a special shout out to, to Rachel. Because yeah. I'm telling you, man, she's been, through, she's been with me yeah. through my worst. And when I yeah. say worst, man, like... Dude, like, I've been, like, bad, bro. You have like, a solid woman behind dude, yeah, you. I've yeah, I've been bad. And, and, it, and it took us to break up, mm-hmm. right? To so then realize, to get back with each other when I was in the military. Like, we we were perfect for each other. For sure. You know what I mean? And, and we... To this day, we're still good, and to this day, man, I don't know right. how she does it, Yeah, uh, but she's, she deals with three boys. She's thinking with her mans. Yep. What are you talking she, about? She, she That's deals with three boys. Take notes, bitch. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. man, all I want to do is be a good father to my sons yeah. and just raise them with no regrets, and I want to yeah. just be the dad that... That maybe I felt I never had. You okay. know what I mean? Or maybe that we feel that we never had. Like I wanna yes. understand my son and talk to him, but
1: you know what? This was a very vulnerable episode for you and I really appreciate you coming on again. I wish that we had five hours. Unfortunately we are out of time. Christian, I sure do appreciate you coming on to the public affair. I know our first meeting was more turned up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we and we sure. visited we visited without the mimosas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And both of us are drunk, slutty messes right now.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. He might go home and have a third son. But you know what, Christian? Un- unbeknownst to all of that, I truly appreciate you coming on to the show, telling us a little bit about your story, your time in the military. Um, If you guys need some um, advice in terms of joining the military, you can, of course, reach out please, to Christian job, Lugo. Please. He's just your average Joe here from South Waco. Um, right now he's living in Dallas. You know, you're a student full-time. Mm-hmm. And whatever whatever you ever need from me in the public affair, please reach out. We got you. dude. I And, and by I we, I mean that. me. Because it's just me. No, dude, I, no, dude, I yeah. really appreciate that, and I, yeah. I and
0: I really want everyone at home to know that I told Andrew this when mm-hmm. we had the business meeting. But, really, man, Andrew is a voice for us. Thank and, you. Oh. You know, we should all really, you know, appreciate Andrew and what he does because the dedication that he has to this podcast is is uh, unmatched to anyone that I've ever spoke to before.
1: Yeah. Well, Christian. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. Thank you. You know, um, somebody called me a leader in the Hispanic community the other day. I replied and said I'm just a slut. So, <laughs> but I'm glad that they view me in a leadership position. Yeah. And I'm very glad that we had the opportunity to meet on this. Well, will talk more on this show and sure. you know, um this definitely is due for a part 2 here in the future because there was more that we could touch on. Unfortunately, we are out of time, you guys. So, thank you again so much for watching this episode of The Public Affair. Christian, thank you so much for coming through all the way from Dallas, Texas. Dallas. And yeah, like, Dallas. yeah, right, Th- technically Dallas. Okay. Technically. Um, you know, best of luck to everything for you in the future, big shout out to your wife. Any last minute shout outs you want to give out before you wrap up? No,
0: that's it. I just want to give a big shout out to everyone that has been there for me. Uh, mm-hmm. when I played select soccer, that was a family that really liked that for yeah. me. They, they paid for me to play select soccer because my parents couldn't. Uh, and that, that's going to be uh, Terry Newberry and her husband, uh, Byron Newberry. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, you know, like I said, Coach Chapman, man, and everybody who's been there with me. Uh, yeah. and, if, and I apologize again if, like, if I've ever, like, <laughs> I just disappeared out of nowhere and now I'm back. But, uh, you know, seriously, if if you need anything from me, please reach out, whether it's military related or Mm. not. You know, again, Andrew is very dedicated to what he does. And this is not scripted. I promise you (laughs) did not say, Christian, you need to say this. But I say this because I believe this. And, you know, Andrew, again, is very dedicated to his podcast and he gives a voice to people like us. And if you're not supporting him, then you're
1: fucking wrong. Oh, Christian, darling, stop You're gonna make me cry. (laughs) All right, well, Christian, I appreciate your kind words. Thank you so much for coming on to The Public Affair. For everybody that tuned in, thank you guys so much for watching um, and liking this episode. Um, Don't forget to subscribe as well and share it. Of course, um, I've got more on the way and I definitely wanna use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to you by Soka Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez, located at 3304 Franklin Avenue. They offer team, small group, and individual skills training. They also have elite skills training to make your kid a superb star athlete with after-school programs and, of course, holiday programs as well to keep those kids busy. They um, have open play on Mondays and Wednesdays for ages 16 and older at 8.30 p.m. with Morrow a.k.a. Krishna. Uh, Christian, I call him silly Buns because he's a little ferocious and he's a silly Buns. Only $5 to play. Follow on Facebook at Soko Soccer Academy and on Instagram at Soko Soccer 254. Soko Soccer Academy, thank you guys so much for all you do for me and the public affair. Of course, the Montezuma Boxing with Edward Baragan, there are a boxing gym dedicated to train you to be a superb boxer. And of course, to get into shape, they offer walk-in workout classes at 5.30 a.m. and 7.30 p.m. And of course, sign up for their boxing classes darling, to improve that hand-to-eye coordination and overall better physical condition. Montezuma is training champions. Darling. Call them on the screen to follow on Facebook at Montezuma Boxing with Edward Baragan. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the V.S. Transportation LLC with Pelon Via and Yasmin Landeros. They provide power only services locally and over the road at an affordable rate. They also move freight in, in a dry van, such as box items, palleted materials, most retail dry goods, and more. They also provide hot shot services now, darling. They're independently owned. Call the number on the screen today for more information to V.S. Transportation, LLC with Pelon Villanaz, Landeros. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, ooh, to my girl, Sonia's Event Planning and Rentals with Sonia Childers. She's an event planner that specializes in weddings, quinceaneras, baby showers, corporate events, and so much more. Now, she's booked and busy. She's appointments only, darling. Take the stress out of planning your event off your shoulders by reaching out to her for a consultation at shoulders1994 at yahoo.com or call the number on the screen to Sonia's event planning and rentals with Sonia Shoulders. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Box and Audio with Jeffrey Monroyal, home for all your LED needs and auto accessories, installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more. Definitely your jack-of-all-trades and your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof. Now, you know, Jeffrey put those stars in my in my roof and my car. Absolutely gorgeous. It's Sexy Jeffrey Monero is modding your car, pimping your ride. Jeffrey, thank you so much for your longtime sponsorship of the Public Affair. And of course, the Fat Boy Michelari Botana with your boy Junior Banda, who provides the best Michelana Botana plates for yourself or for a party with a menu of ton of different items, including botana, bowls, chamois, pickles, and more locally operated. So make sure you get the best and not the rest. The order enough, he's gonna deliver to you as well. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at Fatboy Michelati Botana and place your orders now. to junior banda with Fatboy Michelati Botana. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the Public Affair. I truly, truly appreciate you, bro. I've of course, to everybody that tuned into this episode of the public affair, thank you guys again so much. To Christian Lugar, I only wish that we only had five hours. I really wish that we had five hours, but thank you again so much for your candidness, your openness, for being yeah. so real with us, keeping it official with us. Thank you so much, and it was so great finally having you on the show. If you guys ever need any advice in terms of joining the military or anything, if you need a, a shoulder to lean on, hit up my boy Christian Lugar. It. He's been through it all and he's got you. And to everybody else that tuned into this episode, don't forget, darling, to always keep it between us